0: We're going. Better believe we are, guys. Welcome to episode nine of Any Questions. Uh, this is the continuation of episode eight. That was uh, episode eight and nine, or one show. So if there's any callbacks to anything, and you want to know what's going, what's up, go back and listen to number eight. It's a great episode. But this episode, we have Andrew Duvall, we have John Fehy, and we have Mr. Michael Tima. Finally yes. got his appearance.
1: I was on the episode. Yeah, um, buddy. How do you feel about it? We'll we'll see what my family says after this episode (laughs) 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 drops.
0: Guys, if you're Michael Tiemont's family, just skip this episode. If uh, you're not (laughs) Michael Tiemont's family, you might need to adopt
1: him. Invite him to your Thanksgiving next year. It's going to be an interesting Christmas. I'll put it that way.
0: I don't feel like you did anything that sacrilegious. All right, guys. Go ahead and uh, listen to the show, and we'll hear you on the other side.
1: seriously asking that question.
0: shit alright John I hope you have great stories (laughs) I want to say that was one of the ones that had the least amount of questions but had like the most amount of storytelling that was just captivating we're going to bring up this next gentleman very different gentleman than the last one absolutely he's now feeling pressured I feel like I don't by the way guys welcome Mr. John Fahey (laughs)
2: I feel like the least interesting person that ever lived. Now,
0: <laughs> you no, know, Tobler just happens to be one of the most interesting people that ever lived. I,
2: I was watching a lot of that interview, just like, like I was seeing like a pterodactyl just go across. <laughs> insane,
0: absolutely insane. Like actually, uh, when Michael sent me his fax, I sent him a picture a screenshot of the fax Tobler sent me, <laughs> and he was like, "I am the most boring human." <laughs> Um. Thank you for coming on to the show. How do you feel about the show now? I I
2: I I love this show. This is very interesting.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what you guys don't know about John so far is he doesn't tell me anything about himself. Yeah. He sent me nothing, and he said I'll come up with it on the spot. Yeah. I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. You so, don't speak like a normal person, John. I don't. No, you choose weird words. Oh, thanks. You say <laughs> you say daddies like people still call each other daddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where does that even come from? Are you from a different time? I, I like it, but I,
2: it's weird. Because people always get weirded out by it. Yeah. One time I said it to Evan Kessler and Casey Coop was like, ugh. What, calling him a daddy? I just said, what's up, daddy? And she got weird.
0: <laughs> I'm into it. Wait, wait, so give me a couple of facts about you. Okay. Well,
2: uh, number one, uh, one time Chevy Chase called me a lunchbox.
0: How did you meet Chevy Chase? I was at a water park.
2: And uh, I was with my cousins and, like, my brother and stuff, and uh, we were, like, going up, like, the wood staircase that goes to the top, like, where you go down the water slides and stuff. Absolutely. And then we're, we're standing there, and we realize there's these couple of kids in front of us and, and Chevy Chase. Wait, how old are you? I'm, like, 10. Okay. So my cousin is like, hey, that's Chevy Chase. You know, you should you should say something to him. And I'm like, I've got my shirt off. I'm not going to... Meet a man right now, you know what I mean? I'm not going to introduce myself to somebody in shorts, like a weirdo, you know?
0: Okay, sure.
2: So anyway, we're like, like, we kind of get over it, because it's like, you're behind the guy in line while waiting to go to water slides. So after a while, you're like, screw Chevy Chase, who gives a shit, you know? And when you get to the top of those things, you kind of get in a little corral before they like let you out and lead you to the water slides, so me and my cousins and my brother start like edging out Chevy Chase and his family and just kind of like low key like slipping in, trying to get in line in front of them. So we're all kind of mishmashed with Chevy Chase's family trying to get in to the slides before his family cuz water slides. You know what I mean? And so the gate opens and they got to take like four people. So Chevy Chase pulls his kids back and says hold up, kids, let these lunchboxes go ahead. <laughs> and then I, like, slowly walked to the water slide being like, what the hell does lunchbox mean, you know?
0: That sounds like the kind of thing you would call a person.
2: <laughs> like, but it was such no. a good burn because, like, it slowly it insulted you, you know what I mean? And it ruined the water slide then, you know? Because you're like, I just got called a lunchbox by Chevy Chase. So the whole time you're going down just in confusion. He's <laughs> it like, why would he do that to me? I'm just a kid. Well, no, it's like 20 seconds where you realize, like, oh, he got me. Like, he burned me, you know? <laughs> so now you don't even enjoy the water slide anymore. <laughs> you know? Fucking sucks. Well, after his talk show, he
0: got all of us, buddy.
2: You know? Yeah. It was right around that time. It was right around that time of the talk show. Do you know what lunchbox means? I don't know. I thought it, like he was calling us fat. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's calling you doughy. I wasn't that corporate. fat then, but my crew was. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I rolled with a lot of big dudes. <laughs> all my cousins pretty fat. Yeah, all my all, all, the only like famous people stuff I have is like it's always like comedic people or right? like SNL people, you know. Like uh, uh, first, I
0: find that weird. Second, they don't have to be about famous people. You know, you don't have to talk to us about. No, I'm just okay. saying,
2: in my life, like as relates to that, that's like the only thing I I ever have.
0: Who are the other SNL people you've met? Uh, Mike Myers one time, oh,
2: my but Bill Murray asked my mom out. What yeah. God. Do you regret her not marrying him? <laughs> <laughs> my mom was dating my dad, so and, and yeah, <laughs> so that's what she said. Yeah. Cause my mom Like he like got like Slipped the number Cause she was working At a restaurant in New York From Bill Murray And this is like SNL time You know like 77 I guess And uh My mom got the number And was like Okay cool My mom was like Pretty hot or whatever But
0: uh, I'm gonna need to see a picture
2: Uh So My mom called my dad From a payphone And was like Can I just go out With Bill Murray Like it's not gonna be a thing Like it's just nothing It's just gonna be fine Can I just go out with him And my dad was like Fuck no <laughs> He he knows he can't compete with Bill Murray Wouldn't that be so disappointing If I was Bill Murray's son No (laughs) (laughs) No that would make everything better (laughs) I mean if I was Bill Murray's son
0: (laughs) No that sounds fantastic You'd be a miniature Ghostbuster Right here hanging out That'd be cool That'd be pretty fucking cool Wait so what's the second fact now Second
2: fact: I uh, I dropped out of high school when I was sixteen and moved to Ireland for three years.
0: Okay, wait a second. So you didn't graduate from high school? I got it to d- this day.
2: Oh no, no, no I got it. When I was nineteen, I moved to Florida and I got a GED, and my dad framed it to be a dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your dad is right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. I had to give it up for him. You know, it was as good as lunchbox.
0: Oh. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no. Why did you move to another country? Did you have a job lined up there?
2: I did have a job lined up there. What was that job? Uh, I was just working in a kitchen, just in a restaurant.
0: You know, they have restaurants in between Ireland and I, New I
2: my, my dad had a restaurant, so I grew up in restaurant stuff. And uh, I told well, my he dad... He did not
0: hire you, so you're like, no,
2: you are like... No, I worked for him, but then I dropped out of high school and I told my dad, I was like, listen, I don't want to live with you and work at your restaurant and be like... The loser dropout son, so I'm gonna like
0: move out. Oh, you dropped out first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: So then he was like, thought about it for a couple of days, and he was like, "Well, you know, it'd be cooler if you were like in Ireland than in Queens. It maybe be safer." So I was like, "Okay," and uh, I got a job lined up with a guy I didn't even know, like a friend of a friend, and I lived in the house next to the restaurant. And it was in the middle of nowhere. So, like, I lived in my house, and then I walked through the backyard to the kitchen and finished my shift and then went to the bar and drank all night and then went home. And this is all I did for, like, two years.
0: (laughs) You're still kind of doing that now, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so, question, John. What is the most regretful text message you've ever sent? The most regretful text message I've ever sent? Correct.
2: Uh... I was, I was I mean I was solicited for a dick pic, you know? And I would never I would never just up and do a dick pic.
0: Wait, so you sent dick pic.
2: I was getting really good pictures from this girl. Yeah. Jesse's
0: sending a dick pic right now to somebody who's not even asking.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People are a little looser with the dick pics than I am. I'm more like I don't think women like to see dicks. I think they like to feel them. Maybe your dicks. And that's bro. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I regret that. I regret
0: that that exists. Mm-hmm. Is that is that fair? Is that good Good enough? <laughs> Some people have dick pics to be proud of. Yeah, uh, I guess. I guess. We can ask Periscope about dick pics. Anything interesting coming on Periscope, Melissa?
2: They don't care about any of this shit.
0: No, they don't they care. care about your dick pic at all. They don't. The most hearts? Dude, oh. you're getting hearts. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? That means that... People are tapping on the screen and okay. excited for you. All right.
2: I don't understand Periscope. I, no, I, I don't know what it does.
0: It turns every cell phone into like a, like a network that people can or you broadcast from it, and it people can just watch from all over the world. And people have this wonderful power, and they choose it to do the most bullshit things. <laughs> okay. You can watch people in traffic all over the world, and nothing of interest happens. Right. I, uh, I saw somebody in South Africa had one going, so I was like, I want to see South Africa. Mm-hmm. And they just showed me what their swimming pool looked like. And I was like, yeah, but on the other side of your swimming pool is Africa.
2: Right, right, yeah. You know, yeah. I've seen
0: a swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, true. And he's like, yeah, but it's new, bro, you know? Like, Does it turn into, like, chat roulette kind of? I wish it did. <laughs> it mostly turns into sexual harassment. Okay. Yeah, any girl that walks by, it's like, show me your tits. Like, I did um, a, I did a <laughs> a tour of, uh, I, w- I work in a cemetery once a week with Jesse over here, and I did a tour of the cemetery, and I was waiting when I showed the ducks for them to be like, let me see that duck's tits, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Vanessa Gritton just told me about
2: some, some hip-hop show she was at, where they were, like, basically, like, hitting the camera on the big screen on girls that were showing their tits, right? And so some guy's job is this is to wait, find wait, 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 where is this? This is this is uh this is in Hollywood, I think. I need I need an address. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but so they're doing this at the show while people are performing on stage, and the guy who's picking the it's like girls that are already showing their tits. You know what I mean? But so then nice. this guy sees Vanessa, who has very large tits, but is not showing them at all, and just puts the screen on like her, a sore loser, hoping that she will show. And she goes, it's like, no, she goes, no, and, like, holds up her wedding ring and stuff, and the whole audience, the whole stadium, like, hundreds of people are like, boo, fucking (laughs) bitch, like, it's like, why, if there's hundreds of people, everybody can turn into, like, a psycho rapist, you know, they're all like, this sucks, fuck you, if somebody did that to a dude and was like, dude, you're dick right now, we'd all be like, what, what, fucking insane.
0: Unless they were married, and then we'd boo them. <laughs> boo them. All right, what's your third fact, buddy? Oh, my third
2: fact is... Oh, uh, man. Don't That's don't a remember. good one. I don't remember now. Um, I, 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 I only got 86 from one place one time, and it was September 12, 2001. <laughs> and it was... Okay. It was in Ireland, and uh, Ireland declared a day of mourning for September 11th the day after and I was living in a bed and breakfast at the time because it was cheaper than an apartment and I got breakfast and my bed
0: made which was pretty dope That's inc- I would never move to an apartment yeah it That's made no incredible. sense incredible yeah so, clean linens fresh breakfast every day and then what do they cook for breakfast in Ireland
2: uh, Irish breakfast is amazing uh, Irish bacon exactly. is amazing Yeah. Irish sausages are incredible blood pudding blood pudding is on the table uh, potato bread that is somehow like more potatoy than bready, you know? It's incredible. And I'm like, it's, imma- it's I'm honestly, if you go to Ireland, have an Irish breakfast. Yeah, have breakfast
0: incredible. in Ireland if you're there, guys. It's amazing. It's amazing. I suggest it. the eggs,
2: it's, it, <laughs> like you never forget it. There's a couple of places around here like Ireland's 32 and stuff that do it, but anyway. Um, All right, so you got 86. Okay, so because Ireland declared a day of mourning, I got, I, I woke up late And I missed breakfast. And the guy always... He was always mad if you missed breakfast, you know? And... uh, Because he was really proud of his breakfast. (laughs) So, I missed breakfast, and I start walking the streets looking for food, you know? But everything's closed because they declared this day of mourning. But as the day goes on, people are like, hey, we feel really bad about September 11th and stuff, but we're eventually going to open the bars, right? (laughs) So... It's like, during the day decided that eventually around 4 or 5 o'clock the bars are going to open up. So my friends see me wandering around the streets and they pick me up and they're like, hey, we're going to go here. And we go to this bar and uh, my friend Fergal is behind the bar and I'm like, Fergal, you got any food? What's that short for? I think I, That's the whole name. Okay. Fergal. Yeah. So I say, Fergal, you got any food happening or anything? He's like, oh yeah, I think we're going to make some sandwiches in a little bit. And I'm like, cool. So I start drinking and like, People are showing up, and it's a good time, and, like, you know what I mean? There's girls, and then there's shots, and we keep doing it, and I'm like, Fergal, what's going on with the sandwiches, buddy? And he's like, yeah, 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 they're coming. And then I'm getting, like, super, super, super drunk, and uh, it gets later in the night, and I say, Fergal, man, what's going on with those sandwiches? And he's, like, cleaning a little glass, and he's like, yeah, I don't think we're going to do that. So I'm like, shit. So now I'm just completely annihilated, hammered, and there's no food of any kind coming, and I, I think to myself, I'll just go pee a lot and keep drinking. That was my logic. So I de- I, I, I'm doing that, and I blacked out in the bathroom, came out, turned towards my friend's table.
0: I think I've dated the female equivalent <laughs> of you. <laughs>
2: really? <laughs> I turned towards my friend's table, and then I fall backwards, like Farley style, through a table full <laughs> of drinks and people. Smash the table, all the glass... And all my friends carry me out, and they're like, he's American, September 11th, really sorry. And they were still like, no, he's banned. He can never come here again. And I left so my So the day after, there.
0: you were very happy September 11th happened, because it got you out of trouble.
2: I didn't know what happened, okay. but I woke up a in stretch. a bed with like six people, and I was like, this is no good at all, you know?
0: Wait, and no, wh- okay, you, s- you skipped a lot of things, <laughs> buddy. Just everybody... How but, do you wake up in a bed with six people? Because everybody went back... What's... A- Exactly, is this prison? Is this a prison bed? Is it a drunk tank? There was, it was
2: one, everybody goes back annihilated to one guy's apartment and everybody wants to be in the bed. Are they the all bed's dudes? Co- no, it's about half and half, pretty solid. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I did wake up with like, I mean, it's a tiny bed, so like it's piles of people and I'm like six hours late for work and I wake up with like a girl's nipple in my eye and I'm like, I don't know what happened last night, but that looks like pretty good time, you know? And then I see a girl from the night previous later when I get to work, and she, I'm like, oh, yeah, what happened last night? And she was like, oh, oh, you got barred. And I was like, what?
0: <laughs> what?
2: I had no idea. So
0: that's the only time I ever got 86 sixed. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> guys, uh, any other questions for Fahey? They're like, no, we pretty much get a general understanding of this guy. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for coming. John Fahey. The young John Fahey. Also known as Too Hot. Did not make him explain why they call him Too Hot. Okay, we have two more people, guys, and then we're gonna get to the open mic. Uh, I think we're going to toss up Andrew next. Andrew, you ready? Is that cool? Yeah. Guys, please welcome the dress like 1998. Andrew Duvall.
3: No, look, dude. Hey, hey. I don't. I don't know. I. I didn't know this was from '98. I just got it from a goodwill for like two bucks. So.
0: Yeah, and it's fantastic. It took me right back to my childhood great. Did you see a lot of those when you were a kid?
3: Not really, no. Not unless they were like Mexicans. So. See, I grew up around <laughs> Mexicans.
0: I grew up in uh, Arizona. What's up, Jesse? I'll take it.
3: That is a timeless look. Right? That is a timeless That's what look. I think. If you have
0: a hacky sack and at a fish concert, sure. <laughs> timeless. And a
3: skateboard and I'd be all set.
0: Actually, a skateboard would make more sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you wrote a movie? You made a movie. You made a movie you want to write. You wrote a movie you want to make.
3: I've, I've written a lot of movies, and then I'm writing a movie that I want to make. I well, guess I, in all it's I, I want to make all the movies I write, but I'm trying to make one that. I How write.
0: many have you written before this one? Three. Awesome. And then this is the one you're like, this is my opening piece.
3: Yeah, this is the one where I'm like, this is this is going to be my masterpiece. This is my Beethoven.
0: Michael. What genre? What genre? Uh,
3: comedy horror.
0: I like the comedy horror genre. Yeah. Wait, what's your biggest comedy horror genre influence?
3: Uh oh man, uh, probably Shaun of the Dead.
0: Fuck yeah, one of my favorites. Uh. Uh, what's this movie called?
3: Uh, Mystery Weekend Package. It's Mis- about a bunch of like couples that go to one of those murder mystery weekends, and then people start dying for real. So they have to actually figure out who's the killer. Very simple idea.
0: You no, know, no, it's a great idea. It's very funny. What's up? Uh, we're gonna start with Aaron. We'll go move with Jesse. Aaron. It's like Weekend at Bernie's.
3: Except Bernie's actually like, yeah. So I guess like, yeah, but nobody knows who killed Bernie.
0: And they're trying to figure out who's killing Bernie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Bernie's dead. Who knows who did it? Yeah. Jesse. Who killed Bernie? Who killed Bernie? I can't Bernie? tell you.
0: <laughs> you can't <laughs> tell me. You said she wrote the thing. Yeah. And you're funding for this right now.
3: Through Indiegogo, yeah. Through Indiegogo.
0: Is there any plug you want to make so people listening at home can oh, visit? Oh, just
3: go to Indiegogo and look up Mystery Weekend Package.
0: Look at Mystery Weekend packing on Indiegogo. How long have you been... Oh, we have one solitary clap in the back. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the murderer is clapping. Um, what kind of budget you're trying to get out of it?
3: 20000 You think like 20000 for... Like, you're like, I can raise 20000 That's cheap for a movie, but 20000 is a lot of I heard for 20000
0: you can get two people murdered, actually. Yeah. Oh wait a second, Jesse's gonna undercut. Jesse, what would you murder somebody for? 50. That's that's more. That's, <laughs> more. that's more. That's Jesse's bad at math, guys. $15. I have fifty dollars <laughs> in my pocket right now. Not to threaten you guys. Jesse clearly has never killed anybody by <laughs> making the stakes so low. Um, I assume that's exactly what I just said. That is literally. <laughs> Go higher Translating Yeah you should go higher (laughs) 150 bucks to murder a person Good Alright (laughs) Happy we found that middle ground Um, So It's already going in Indiegogo Yeah You wrote it with your friend JC right? No Harry Harry? Who's Harry?
3: Harry Valentine He's my writing partner I
0: never met Harry Valentine
3: No he's not a comic Boo
0: (laughs) But he's funny I'm sure Yeah Can you tell people about The reality TV show you were a part of?
3: yeah i was uh I was on this really really bad like everyone you guys all seen i watched reality, every
0: episode of it but right? you
3: see all seen reality TV shows right they 're all bad like every reality TV show you ever seen is a piece of shit right well, mine is way worse than a piece of shit it was like it was the worst thing you can ever imagine. It was called Fangasm, which right away when you see a show that 's called Fangasm is just confusing as hell um, how was it
0: worse than other reality shows
3: well i don 't know it was just uh, Reality shows is always about, like, a bunch of, like, good-looking people in a house trying to fuck each other, you know? My, sure. My show was about a bunch of nerds in a house trying to fuck each other, and no one wants to watch that. No one. Did anybody get laid making the show? No. No one got laid. I had a girlfriend, and I didn't even get laid in the show, so.
0: <gasps> didn't a couple start in that
3: show? I don't know. It was very confusing. One person liked another person, and, and, but he was a nerd, so he didn't know how to so say it. Exactly. He that them. was what
0: you got to watch is two people like each other and not talk about it.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then, like, we tried to do, like, arguments. Like, the producers were like, do you yell about, like, dishes and shit? And I'm like, I don't know. You guys clean the dishes for us. I don't really know why we're yelling about it. They clean the dishes for you? Yeah, they didn't make us do anything. How long were you in the house for? A month and a half.
0: For a month in the house. And you didn't have to do anything?
3: I didn't have to do anything. It was like... You get paid? I did. I got paid, uh, well, I got paid, like, $6,000, which you think is a lot of money until you realize your face is on TV and people usually get paid, like, $30,000. And then you're like, oh, they really ripped us off.
0: Well, yeah, when well, you guys weren't...
3: And then they don't take any taxes out for the money, so I owe the government like $4,000, so...
0: Do you still owe the government $4,000?
3: <laughs> I do. They're like, you owe us $4,000. i am like, I got $400. they are like, we want $4,000. i am like, well, you're shit out of luck. I don't know what to tell you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember when
0: you were making that show, I actually walked in the middle of like you guys were filming something in the street and i walked through it
3: yeah i remember that we were handing out flyers for some stupid shit
0: yeah and there was for some reason you guys had a superhero running up and down the cross yeah
3: it was really dumb this show is really really it was about (laughs) being a
0: super wasn't it it has something to do with stan lee doesn't it
3: yeah we were advertising like a uh, um i don't know we were advertising stan lee i don't even know man All I It was
0: very nerdy. You had to be a super nerd to be involved. So there are different kinds of nerds in this. You were the Star Trek nerd.
3: Yeah, it's the same thing about, like, I love Star Trek, but I don't, like, if you ask me who was, like, I don't know, like the captain of, like, some ship from, like, 2042 or whatever, I couldn't tell you. I just know I really like the show. I'm like, yeah, the show's really good. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I like it a lot. But I I don't know any trivia from it. I'm like, I don't know, man. I I just like the show. I don't understand why you always have to know trivia to, like, like something, you know? Why can't you just fucking like something?
0: Because the whole world's gotten autistic for some reason. <laughs> yeah. You need to know the weight of everything and all the birth dates. No, wait, no. Which shows, the whole genre, like, all of the Star Treks? Yeah, just I, just like one Star Trek? I just
3: like it all. I just like it all. Like,
0: even Deep Space Nine and Enterprise?
3: Yeah, it was great. There was an episode in Enterprise. E- Nobody on- said
0: Enterprise was great.
3: No, there was an episode in Enterprise when they go back in time to, like, World War II and they fight the Borg. Like, how can you not like that?
0: Because the Borgs didn't exist in World <laughs> War II, Andrew. That's how come you don't like that. That's
3: how that works. This is great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, so are you a big fan of Scott Bakula?
3: Yes. He was also in that, um, that one show. I don't fucking remember the name of the show, but he was in it. Yeah, there you go. Quantum Leap. There you go. Quantum Leap. Uh,
0: Wait. So, what is, what's the most nerdiest Starstruck moment you've ever had? Then,
3: oh, when I met George Decay on the show. I uh, well, they didn't like. We had to do this. Did stupid- you cry? I did. I cried, and, and I, 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 I cried a lot. They like, <laughs> like the the way they explained it is like, hey, we're gonna do this like uh, like weird competition where you have to hold up a fake gun and whoever holds it up the longest gets to like meet George Decay. And if you ever try to hold up something for a very long time, it's really tiring. So I didn't do it, and I lost. And then he just ended up coming to the house anyways, and I got really surprised. So I cried a lot, and then I kissed him, and I hugged him, and I told him that I loved him. And I told him, like, hey, if I was gay, I would totally be gay with you, but I'm not gay, but can we still be friends? Mm -hmm. So it was just really weird. He's like, yeah, just let me go. We can be friends. So he's a great guy, by the way. I liked him a lot. Does he smell good? He smells very good. Fuck yeah. Jesse, Are you guys Facebook friends? You guys Facebook friends? I, I don't know. Like, yes, but I don't know who, like, if he's actually George the or is just some kind of like assistant. Because I, I keep messaging him like, hey, remember that time where I hugged you? And the guy's like, please just leave me alone. That's him. So in my mind, it's an assistant. <laughs> in my mind, that's verification that it's him.
0: <laughs> Do you read all of his tweets in his voice?
3: Not all of them, but they're all great, the ones that are great. They're I fantastic, absolutely. You say your grandmother loves him. My, yeah, my great-grandma. My great-grandma loved him. She, uh, she and I would watch uh, like Star Trek when we were y- uh, when I was young together, and she was like, if I wasn't married, I would fuck him. And I'm like, that's a really weird thing to tell an 11-year-old, but all right.
0: My grandma told me the same thing about Danny Trejo.
3: Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, by the way, my cousin's here. She just learned this tell my grandmother right now.
0: Yeah, no, she did. 100%. Machete is my grandma's thing. Yeah, um, our grandmother, Melissa, is super into Danny Trejo like that. <laughs> Jesse. Yes, we are going to Trejo's Tacos when they open. I'm not staying away from that place. I can't wait. Oh, she wants to go. She's bringing Trejo's Taco, if you know what I'm saying. That was just for Jesse, guys. I got gross. I apologize. (laughs) I'll tell you who's not going to try host tacos. My grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) That's rough. And you still do the comic conventions,
3: right? Yeah, I go every year. It's I don't know. It's really weird. Like the show's really bad. Like just look up Fangasm, and you'll see like twenty. It wasn't that
0: bad. I watched it.
3: Well, you were high the whole time, right?
0: No, I was watching you cry and get free gifts that I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> they kept giving you guys nerdy things. Like, by the way, you're going to have to clean out Elvira's storage facility.
3: I don't know. That was really weird because like, they're like, hey, clean it out, but you don't yeah. get to keep anything.
0: No, but you got to go through all of her cool stuff.
3: I don't know. I and then you meet her. Uh, I don't know. Why does Elvira have snowboards? I don't understand that. <laughs> well, she does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. She has snowboards and like, like – uh like rollerblades and skateboards i'm like just yeah you know, that's
0: because like christine said she's still a human being i just i don't know <laughs> just
3: be you evira <laughs> just have a bra or something no she is
0: being her you know that elvira is not her Elvira's is <laughs> the thing she created
3: i know but who's like i'm a fan of evira i want a skateboard i'm like i don't know why don't like panties or like that's not the something point. that makes sense <laughs> the point isn't for you to be a fan of her
0: going through her stuff No, that is exactly what the show was. That's kind of creepy. Yeah,
3: it's weird. It was.
0: I wish there was a show where it was specifically about nerds going through their nerdy people stuff.
3: And they kept asking. They're like, Andrew, be nerdier. I'm like, I don't know how. I don't know what you mean by that. (laughs) They're like, you you seem too cool. I'm like, no one in my whole entire life has ever told me I look cool. (laughs) They're like, well, you seem too cool to be a nerd, so be nerdier. So I just, I'm like, I don't know. You're dumb. To be fair, if you you guys. I can never see Andrew
0: like, back like, on the internet when you listen to this. He looks like a guy who grew up from the TV show Recess. Like if they drew a <laughs> nerd for Recess and he grew up into a human, it would be Andrew Duvall. I've killed the feeling in the room right now.
3: Well, I don't, I don't know. The thing about when I was a kid, I looked the same and everyone thought I was like really smart. S- smart. So they're like, yeah, just do our homework for me. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm dumb. <laughs> like if I do your homework for you, you're going to get an F. This won't, this won't end well for you. And then I know you're a liar. Do it. I'm like, okay, I'm warned you. And then we just both got Fs. <laughs> We're just like, all right, you're just gonna fail with me. Have fun.
0: Did you pass high school?
3: I did. I passed high school, but I passed high school because like I, I, I have like the puppy dog eyes, so like I got a lot of sympathy. I'm like, please, I don't want to go for like a 60. Just pass me.
0: You have a sympathy like C face. Yeah. You just give me a they're C like, to get. They're you like, out oh
3: here? fuck it. Just give him a 70. Just, yeah. 70% off. So awesome. that's, that's how I passed high school Was just like, please don't fail me again <laughs> do we have any questions for
0: Andrew? perfect Andrew, thank you very much for coming on the show yeah, Andrew yeah. Duvall, check out Indiegogo Mystery Weekend Package hell yeah and then uh, when that gets made let us know, we'll, we'll put it back on the show Absolutely. Thank you, Andrew. We're going to bring up the last guest, and then we are going to have that very same person host the open mic later. Guys, please welcome Mr. Michael Timont.
1: What's up, guys? Sign How up are you doing, for the open Michael? mic. Good. How are you doing, man?
0: Doing good. What time is it right now, by the way?
1: It is. I just left my phone over there. I think it's uh, around eight. Fact checking.
0: It's what? 8.13? Yeah. Perfect. We're still on time. Yep. Thank you. Everything's working great. Michael and I have something in common. Uh, yeah. If you guys have any questions about this, we are both raised Mormon, which is uh, it's a not the normal religion. Yeah, <laughs> that clap came from
1: Utah. <laughs> so far away, Salt Lake or Provo? No, no he no doesn't much. know
0: what you're talking about. <laughs> those are those are cities in Utah. <laughs> No, they're real cities. There's no They're technically there's no cities. air quotes.
1: It's over a couple of people. You know, Mormon people. cities. Christine? How strict were your
0: parents, were they, like were they, like, Mormon? Before my parents were divorced, they were very <laughs> strict on it. But the Mormon church is not cool on divorce. So then they just both kind of threw it the fuck away, but still call themselves Mormon. Like, my mom's had multiple husbands since then, and she's made them convert to mormonism like so she's like it's important that she gets them to convert but not actually do any mormon activities like go to church
1: i was you? Yeah, my my parents were incredibly strict so uh i got a little bit of it my mom was raised southern baptist so like i think i don't think most mormon parents are as strict but she took that southern baptist thing straight over and just like pommeled us with shit so no i didn't watch a, a rated r movie till i was like 13 or 14 at a friend's house. Just, what was Like, that I was not. I got in tr- huge trouble for it. What was the movie? It was uh, Con Air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't I, even know that was rated R until
1: right now. <laughs> to tell you how strict my parents were, I got kicked out at 18 because I had a, ver- I had a, a copy of American Pie. And a half pack of cigarettes I bought when I was 18. I thought you were friend. talking
0: about the Don McLean album at first. The what? I thought you were talking about the Don McLean album. Like no, album no. The 70s.
1: Nope. <laughs> no rock and roll. This isn't Footloose. This is just Mormon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the weirdest Mormon activity you ever had to go to?
1: I mm, uh, Did probably, you ever do Baptisms for the Dead? Yeah, I did do I was going to say that. That was exactly do the Do you one. guys
0: know what Baptisms for the Dead is? Yes, he does. Explain to no. the how Baptism for the Dead is.
1: So Baptism for the Dead, like Mormons believe everyone has to be baptized and everyone's going to be baptized. So I don't know why they're getting a heads up. They start. have to be baptized yeah. Mormon. Like, like when, when Jesus comes back, we're still going to make sure everyone gets baptized. So, But they want to get on it. So, so, they baptize so, they, so you go teenagers. as a 12-year-old, you go to the, the, what they call the temple, which is where they do these baptisms. And like, you go in like a fountain and you get baptized in for in behalf of somebody who's already dead.
0: So you get baptized like fifteen times in the row in the name of somebody else who's already deceased. So that person's family has to give the okay. So I remember when I did it, it was all the same last name, and so it's just yeah. changing the first names and just re Duncan and going in the prayer.
1: It depends. Like they get groups of like. Uh, that's why Mormons are so big on genealogy. That's why they're because big, they don't like, want No stone untouched That's
0: yeah. why they can say That they've converted More people than any other church Every year Because so many of them Are dead
1: They baptized And Frank And Hitler That's a fun fact <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was back to back That'd be traumatizing You are know, the kid to like Okay in the name of the phone You're doing Oh and Frank Okay And then Oh shit on, Hitler yeah. no like, yeah. And now you're on the same Mormon planet together <laughs> You, how pissed would you be as Anne Frank? Like you, you like okay. I died in the Holocaust, but at least I'm. Ha- Wait, what the fuck is he doing here? That I would
0: be pissed no matter who I was if they put me with Hitler for eternity.
1: Agreed. They believe that you're going to be
0: hanging out with these people for the rest of time. Forever. Yeah. yeah, that's part of their system. Yeah, Jesse. Don't you eventually get your own planet? It's like a planet full of your loved ones and friends. So everyone's planet so, sort of coexists because they don't understand what the Christian concept of heaven is. So they've created it as if it's different planets that all kind of – you can visit each other. But then they have levels too. There's different levels. That's true. So why you have to continually be more and more Mormon.
1: It's kind of I mean that, their church is exactly to me like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, You're that's why they like marketing. Like, they recruit people. Those people get underneath you. And then, like, yeah, eventually you get your planet with other people. It doesn't make any sense, but.
0: Aaron Black. Do you guys know any
1: fucking bad wives? I did know a plaguey back in Vegas. Oh, we call him plagueys.
0: I've never heard that term.
1: No? In no. Vegas, we called them that. I don't know okay, if that's true. Okay, wait a second.
0: So, the polygamist. Yes. How
1: many wives did he have? He had three wives. How many kids did he have with these three wives? At the time, it was like seven, I think. It's seven kids. That's not bad. One with one, two (laughs) with the other. Yeah, and then four with the other, the older wife. They they converted later. They were like, it was like one of those stories. Were they polygamous first and they converted? No, they were Mormon, and then they converted to the Pliggy. said. I'm going to keep using slurs, I think, against them. (laughs) It sounds like a fun band.
0: I would go see the the Pliggies. Yeah, absolutely. I'd wear that shirt. Wait. So you knew a polygamist? Did you know yeah, a yeah. house? Yeah, I knew him. I so worked. So like, with it him. was like, was it all normalish? Yeah, ish. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Explain the ish.
1: Okay. So like the way he did, because I found out at his house. Like and so he had um his two his two of his wives and those kids lived in an apartment like down the street for the time because they were trying to save money so they can get two houses. Next, it's almost like Big Love. Like that's where they actually got that idea. Is like that a lot of them do that so that, that way they can hide their fa- family. So they'll have like one of the moms. So two of the moms were on welfare because they not they don't say who the dad is, so that they can get the welfare money to feed the kids. And then uh, so <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. But uh, so then so he uh, would live with the wife, and they'd all come over, and then at the end of the night they'd all go back to the apartments. The the uh, two wives, bottom yeah. bitch stayed with him. Did he get to sleep with all the wives at once? I, I don't know. I was more freaked out about the fact he had multiple wives. No. I don't think so, though. Because they're pretty... Dude, they're pretty, like... Yeah, no, they're vanilla men of God, so. fork, as, When it comes to sex. Were there ever, like, um,
0: multiple husbands? Were there ever multiple no, husbands?
1: it's only the one way. It's very sexist religion, as most religions are.
0: Even the non-fundamentalist, like fundamentalist, like, polygamy people seem kind of sexist.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's... It, yeah. Yeah. Jesus had up to fifteen wives. No, Jesus. Uh, no, he asked how many wives did Jesus have. It was a joke. I don't believe Jesus had any wives. <laughs> he was a Because he was saving himself for a dude. Did he come to America? Did he come to America? According to the Mormon religion, yes. That's the whole point of it. The Book genetics of Mormon genetics says otherwise. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just to put it out there, if you look at genetics, no.
0: Yeah, the Book so, of Mormon is clear. what took place in the Americas during uh, the Bible. What do you yeah, guys do?
1: Does anybody know anything about the Book of Mormon? What it says, when, like how they got yeah, there? we're shit? all converting you right now, guys. <laughs> this is all gonna... Dude, they say they came over on a boat from Israel. Like that's how Central America uh, came to be. So, no one cares about that shit. All right, no. let's go. <laughs> Jesse cares.
0: I heard what you said, and that's very mean, sir. <laughs> so. You grew up Republican but then turned into
1: a liberal. I'd, I'd say progressive, but yeah.
0: Progressive. And now you're on a podcast. Explain the podcast, not this one. He's on another one. Yeah. Explain this podcast and how you became a part of it.
1: So, I'm on a I'm on a black political podcast called The Black Tea Party on a on a on a podcast network Maria Menuno started. Um so she started a, a, a fa- she has AfterBuzz if you guys don't know real nice lady. Um, and she also started like an offshoot because she wanted to promote black entertainment. So she started uh, Black Hollywood Live. And then uh, they knew a buddy of mine who was on their wrestling show. They knew he was political. And they were like, hey, we want to, we're thinking about doing a black politics show. Uh, I have this friend, Mike. He'd be great for it. And they didn't see me until I showed up and they'd let me stay. So I've been there two and a half years now. i white-splaining the shit out of stuff, it seems like. You're their token white guy? On the to, I first of all, I never. I'm a comedian, so like, and I let them know that I'm like, I'm a comic, but I, I just bring facts. The facts, like, I bring like probably five articles per thing we talk about. So what's not the what's ridiculous question
0: they've ever asked you?
1: <sighs> the most ridiculous thing that happened. Uh, I mean, we have this Republican on the show named Shirley, and we kind of get along, but she's. She just says some racist. She she's a black lady Republican who supports Donald Trump. To give you an idea, so she's real on board with this uh, this immigration shit. One time I went off on her, and I think the worst <laughs> uh, I had to get talked to out because I called her racist on the show. So I was the white guy calling a black lady racist on a black political show. But she was. She was saying they're all fucking criminals. I'm like, no, you're fucking wrong look at the statistics statistics show actually in illegal immigrant communities crimes down so let's fucking look at stats guys that's all you have to be to not be racist is that what it's about being racist about looking at stats dude that's all like it, it, if you just look at facts like this, this is what okay so like i used to be mormon what got me to be an I, i'm an atheist as well so i went from mormon to atheist sure. there's uh, no other way to go <laughs> Yeah, I but I did it the weird way. I read the Bible. That's the way I became an atheist. Uh a friend challenged me and I, I read the Bible and I just don't believe it. I I was like, "Wow, this is way different." Cuz when you when you take out pieces, it's fine. But when you like read page by page, it starts getting hard to defend. Um so that that's when I became an atheist and then uh with I just I've always been a nerdy guy who loves science and facts. So the facts change. I changed my mind so slowly I became a libertarian for a little bit because I think that's the natural progression and then you become a liberal. Yes.
0: Any other questions for Michael? I'm going to annoy the shit out of, you though, of course, I just get No, that's fine. Go ahead. Can you white explain the church's position on African Americans? Can you white explain
1: the church's position on <laughs> African Americans? Uh, <yeah>, okay. <laughs> so yes. So the the way the church worked, they they believe, and the doctrine now it's not so much in the doctrine; it's hard to find. But it was until uh, or uh, African Americans come from uh, Cain and Abel; they come from Cain. So they weren't allowed. It, they were allowed to join the church, but they weren't allowed the priesthood because of Cain. I'm gonna get so many fucking emails from my family. I know. Family okay. I'm just like, "This
2: is <laughs> <getting so laughs> this is where the
0: Mormons get us."
1: But that's what that's what they believe. So they and, and, won't. <laughs> they won't let women get the priesthood
0: either, though. I mean, like yeah, they. Yeah. yeah. No, you pretty much have to be like a white man to get the priesthood in the
1: Mormon church, and they're fighting that right now. A lot of women in the church, so. Yeah, I know, so and they're happens. getting excommunicated
0: for I it. Say There's the a church. great book about it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, great. Missionaries are going to come to our house.
1: God, man. they just Fantastic. came to my house the other day, too. Like, they come all the time. My dad sends them. and I, They just come to my door. And I'm like, listen, dude. I just, I'm like, I've read the Bible. I don't believe it. I don't want, I'm sorry my dad wasted your time. Would you like a glass of water? So being raised Mormon, you're just really polite. So I always offer a glass of water.
0: And, I always uh, offer them something, too, actually. Yeah, of no, course. I, Why yeah. wouldn't I? Dude, right. that's a tough job, so. Guys, I think we're going to wrap this up. Thank you very much. Michael Tiemont, Mormon, conservative, everything. I'm going to get off this stage, and I think we're going to clear off a bunch of this stuff, and then we're going to start at the open mic here. We're going to get you guys your time. Absolutely. Thank you very much for coming and uh, listening to the show. Thank you. You just listen to Michael T. Mutt, your family will never talk to you again.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. I don't think they're going to be mad. But uh, please, guys, if you could just subscribe, tell your friends, or you could uh, leave us a comment. Preferably a nice one, but I'm not going to tell you what to do.
1: Yeah, rate on on iTunes and uh... just give
0: us five stars and tell us we suck. I don't care.
1: Yeah, if you if you put the five stars, they you can do whatever you want after that. Do <laughs> the comments.
0: Yeah, it's like giving a hooker three hundred dollars. You can do whatever you want after that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, thank you very much, and we have a uh, we have another episode coming next week. All right, bye.
1: Wesson Productions.